Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pixel Pals Podcast. I'm joined by my friend Zach. Hello! And my name is Xana Dude. Uh, it has been a slow season for games. Normally this is the time of year where like a lot of companies are releasing things uh, for new consoles, especially since people are going to get new consoles for the Christmas season or the holiday season. And we haven't really had that. But Zach is here to talk about a sleeper game that he's been enjoying. Zach, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Guardians of the Galaxy. What a pleasant surprise, my friend. Because let me tell you, uh, they, some would say that the marketing strategy for this game, they just, I like to imagine they just didn't even have any meetings. They said, why don't we put just two minutes of just like, like let's just pick two minutes here and two minutes there and we'll make two commercials and that's our marketing. And if people buy the game, they buy the game. I watched a trailer for it and it did look like garbage. Uh, I, it just looked like a cash grab. I was like, I can't see this taking off. Like, I don't know. I know the, uh, the Marvel game did okay. That yeah, Avengers. Like- and, and it's funny you say that because I think that that could be part of the reason why they didn't market it so well because it's by Square, like Square did avengers and this and they were like uh avengers did not do too great we gotta try something different this time yeah um and i guess not marketing is trying something different but yeah. it was like, yeah i feel like a lot of people are now learning about it by like word of mouth like mm-hmm. you know it what does it have like an 81 on metacritic yeah yeah like 81 or 82 and that's i mean that's where i would put it too i mean it doesn't do anything to revolutionize gaming you know there's nothing in that game that blew me away to the point of like oh my god everyone needs to pick this game up and play it but it, I mean, I loved it. It was such a fun time. The story was fantastic. It's got a lot of heart. But uh, I mean, I, I will say this, like if you're not big on the superhero scene, like if you're not, if you don't already like, you know, the established IP, like it, it might not be your jam. You sent me a screenshot the other day of how <laughs> yeah, you took in the game. I was like, oh, that's pretty epic. Like it seems oh, like yeah. there's some really cool moments where you, you know, genuinely feel like a hero. Like you oh, feel yes. like you are saving the world with your ragtag group. Um, and how does that game play out? I, I'm assuming it's some sort of action game, but is it like first person? Like, just tell us a little bit about so the core mechanics. It is you. You control Star Lord, the leader of the group, and basically you get to command all of your different teammates to do what you want. So it's like you can have your tree guy Groot. You can command him to hold down enemies, like by like using the triggers, and then you tap a button. So like that's what he does. He'll then go and he'll hold down a group of enemies for you know, five, ten seconds while, like, you 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 can either send people into then attack them or you can attack them. So, like, there's a lot of different options. Um, controlling the your teammates, it sounds a lot more complicated than it actually is. You know, the way they teach it to you and the way you unlock more skills, it's very natural. And, you know, it's not, like, they don't throw too much at you at once. So it's, like, by the time you kind of get it all down is then when you get to unlock more skills for them. So it's not, like, an overwhelming scenario um the story is great you know it's it's just i mean if you like guardians of the galaxy if you've seen the movies it's very just it's very like it's very on brand like it's just you know it's oh they stumble onto this problem and that they kind of you know caused and they have to fix it um we love a good like story-based uh party game where you have to oh, like, yes. manage your characters now talk a little bit about the voice acting it's not the original actors no. is it no and um i will say in the beginning it was really off-putting like i, I the only character that i was like oh, oh okay yeah like like i believe this was rocket raccoon because i mean all you have to do is ah you gotta be grizzled and kind of jaded about the world and ah, i don't like anyone except you kind of like vibe with it and um so he's the only one that was very like believable at first and so it kind of took me out of it but then once i kind of got it out of my own way um 
I, like towards the end, it's like, I mean, I love all these characters. In my head, it's like, okay, these are these characters for this world. Yeah. I'm assuming they don't have the budget to get the cast. And also, oh, no. it's cool that they probably no. use like actual video game voice actors. To oh, do that. yes. I mean, um, it's no actors that I've ever heard of, but um, still very cool. Yeah. Uh, and one thing that I have been reading about about this game, I've not had the chance to play it. Um, is that there is a ton of different ways to customize your playthrough. I saw mm -hmm. somebody who was playing on the hardest difficulty, um, which there is more than one difficulty. You can play standard hard and even go lower or higher than that. Uh, but he was playing on the standard, uh, the hardest difficulty, and he was able to adjust the, the way that you switch people. So the comboing was slower. So you could yes. add more combos, which added like a really cool element to the game. And I just want to see what you think about that, adding that kind of different level. I, you know, I'm I'm such a big fan of accessibility. I like when games give you the ability to play how you want to play, because I am in the boat, and as you are, where every game should be able to be picked up by every person. Does not matter who you are. You should be able to pick up this game and enjoy it if you want to. Do you think that having those different difficulty options is going to make it more fun for people to replay the game? Um, yes, especially because, and I love this, they have New Game Plus right off, like, the get. Like, once you beat the game, you can go back in and do New Game Plus. Like, I, it bugs me when games have, you know, you have this, like, whole, like, oh, I, like, leveled up my whole character and da-da-da-da, and, like, oh, I do want to re-experience the story, but I want to have all my power-ups. They don't add New Game Plus in, and it's just, it's frustrating. Um, so, but then, and then, like, four months later, they add it, and it's like, really? Yeah. Um, so they have New Game Plus, like, right away for you, um, which is nice um so you know I'll, i think eventually like i'll go back and play it on the hardest difficulty with all my power-ups um and just see how it goes as someone who doesn't really replay story games i've tried trust me like i tried to play bioshock the other day but i'm like i know how this ends you know some of the sometimes the stories are so good that you really want to mm -hmm. um, and bioshock is one of them but i think that would make it a lot easier for me to hop back in is if once i finish it i'm like i'm not doing a hard reset like, I can have the people that I just, I already had. I can have those abilities. I can't be so used to, like, using the super move and then to not have it anymore is just, it's a tease. Yeah, it is kind of a challenge. So we are recommending Guardians of the Galaxy yes. for anybody who is a Marvel fan or just, you know, want a really, like, story-driven party game. And right now, since there is, like, a drought of new video games <laughs> coming out, the pandemic <laughs> has awesome. certainly pushed a lot of titles uh, to the wayside to just, a lot of people are working from home. It leads to a lot of like, you know, not as much things getting produced in the time that they thought they would. So as far as like new games coming out, this is definitely one that we would recommend if you're looking for something new to pick up. Yes, it's also just it's very fun and super colorful, too. I, I think that's what really grabbed me, too. It was very colorful. Yeah. And we are, uh, you know, very quickly approaching the holiday season. Uh, this is the time where a lot of people are going to try to buy a new console, whether or not for their family, a partner, themselves. Uh, and this is a hard time to do it because there is like that global microchip shortage. I, mm -hmm. I'm not a, I'm not an expert on it. Don't ask me any questions about it. Uh, but there is something that has been like really on my mind and something I've been really riled up about. And that's like uh, that's people scalping. Yes. Uh, not, not granted. I can't buy a graphics card because the same issue people are scalping them. I will have the same one till I die at this point. But what's really irking me is people are scalping consoles. I saw a picture on Twitter the other day of somebody who has basically in their kitchen a wall of PS5s and you know their, their intent is to resell it. Uh, what do you think scalping is going to do for this particular holiday season? I mean, I think for this particular holiday season, it's just, I mean, it's going to be like how it was last year where 
there people just aren't going to be people are going to try and try and try and they're not going to be able to get their hands on a console like i think too the scalping issue i like i you know i'm i'm crazy conspiracy guy over here i think it goes a lot deeper too as to like why like because i mean i i don't know i feel like usually by this time like after a console's been out for about a year they stop making games for the previous gen yet you know coming up in 2022 we still have games coming out for both ps4 ps5 xbox series s and x like and i think it's because they're like they're not going to sell enough copies of the game because not enough people have the newer consoles which is then i think part of the reason why a lot of these games have to get pushed back because they can't i mean look at what happened to cyberpunk they were like yeah who cares about ps4 yeah we'll just we'll just optimize for for the next gen and pcs and, and that Cy- turned out terrible. Yeah, and Cyberpunk actually has very much recently gone through a huge patch. Oh, where yeah. They have fixed a lot of problems, which, good on you. Yes. Uh, However, you wouldn't have even had this problem if you would. And, and yes, and, like, I understand, like, like you know, um, like, overworking and da-da-da-da-da. Uh, like, like I, I know. I know the whole debacle. But I think that's part of the reason why a lot of these titles are getting pushed back, not only because of the pandemic, but because they, I mean, they got to make a paycheck, too. Do you think Microsoft, Sony, and let's include Nintendo in this because the same thing happens with the Switch. Do you think they have a more a bigger do you think they should have more responsibility on how their retailers are allowing this to happen? Cuz it's not like Sony and Microsoft are getting scalped. Sony and Microsoft are supplying them to Best Buy, Walmart, Target, Target you know, even on Amazon. And then people are using like bots or, you know, scripted programs which will buy them and get to the cart instantly and check out. Do you think it's more of a responsibility on the retailer side or the um, or the company side like uh, Sony and Microsoft? I mean, I I personally think it's more on the retail side because I mean, I mean, what what can I, I like? I mean, I don't think the executives at Sony can just march into Target and be like, "Hey, get it together." <laughs> like, I mean, like I don't know. Like, I mean, I like, I mean, I I don't know like what else Sony could do. Like, because I mean, it is that thing of I mean, yeah, like I mean, like you can only do what you can do in the bounds of like especially like with your company like i mean not like i said i don't know what they could do about people scooping them all up from target at once yeah because like, we no one has solved this problem yet you know what i mean right. it's not like micro center uh not micro center new egg the website that sells like computer parts has like kind of done it with like a lottery based system mm-hmm. but it's just not enough people can enter that and, like, lottery and win it sony has got like the sony website has got it down where it's like you can only buy one yeah. Like, you cannot buy more than one console per, like, time you're in the waiting room. And, like, I granted, it's, I think it's, like, per device that you're on. So, like, I mean, I bought it, like, on my phone. Granted, if I was trying to do one on my phone and on my laptop and on someone else's computer. And my four other smartphones. Right, exactly. I like, it, yeah. I, like, and, and I think that's the problem, too, is, like, that's how people are doing it, where it's, like, they take their phone and they take their wife's phone and they take the two laptops in their house. And it's, like, they're, they're able to also, like, I know a lot of people that that's how they did it, where they, but even then, by doing using five different devices, they were barely able to secure one. I think it's going to get to the point where these companies, Sony, Microsoft, like the, that are creating this hardware, are going to get to the point where it's going to come to like a breaking point, right? They're going to want to publish these new games. They're going to want to work with these companies, uh, these developers, to make new games. But there's not going to be enough devices out there for people to enjoy them. And then that's when we're going to hit that kind of shift of like, oh, this is a huge problem. And if this doesn't start to solve itself, like people are just going to switch to other modes. Like, right. Nintendo's are a little bit more, uh, the Switches are a little bit more accessible right now because you have two different models. So, mm-hmm. like, 
a lot of people will buy like the OLED version and sell their other Switch. You know, so they, the second they, actually, they have three because oh, they have the, the Switch Lite. Yeah. yeah. So that's way more accessible to get that console. But you are just absolutely uh, messed up if you don't think that this is going to be a problem in the next few years. Also, the Xbox mini fridge, you hear about that? I did. That sold out within a minute. Not even shocked. Yeah. Not even shocked. It doesn't even play games. I thought when they released that at E3, I was like, that's sick. You, it's a console and a refrigerator. Imagine how cool that's going to be, like literally and physically. Um, I was wrong, but it was still like $300. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I The the fridge in my basement does just fine yeah, for I, what I would use. I could not for. imagine spending that much. But, but it is like a collector novelty item. And that's yeah, like oh, yeah. your, your huge, your fan base. You know what I mean? I don't want to say fanboys, but because a lot of people, both boy and girl, male and female, and all genders, yes. um, are going to want that item if they've been supporting that company for years. And the fact that a lot of people did not even get a chance to purchase this is just like very telling that something needs to change in the future. Um, we're no, all, we're, it does. We've been talking about accessibility in video games. Now we got to talk about accessibility, accessibility in, in the marketplace. And hardware. Like, uh, it, like it is. And I think right now it's not a problem because it's not really hitting them where it hurts yet. Because um, yeah, because just so many games are not being released for the new consoles. The developers are seeing this and being like, "I don't want to lose all my money. I right, don't, you know, right. so well, I'm going to make this game the, for the PS4." Right, too. and like I said, where it's like, okay, well, but then they have to dedicate more time on making sure that the PS4 one runs just as I mean, I, I, obviously it's not going to run as smoothly, but you know, enough to the point where it's like, okay, I can't walk two feet without hitting a bug, kind of thing. Um, it's just yeah, it's it's sad. I saw this really funny meme where like. PlayStation tweeted out something like, oh, like 1 billion copies sold of the PS5 and all the comments were like 1 billion PlayStations and I haven't even been able to yeah. come close to getting one. 1 it's billion like, in a basement somewhere that are getting listed for like double $1, the price. dollars on, right. On it's crazy. It's, it's just, it's so sad. It really is. Yeah. So let's, I mean, we'll follow this, you know, as we get closer to the holiday season. If it starts to get worse and people are starting to talk about it a little bit more, we'll definitely bring it up again. Um, but let's switch over to why I'm mad at Nintendo. I know that you like <laughs> Nintendo. I like Nintendo. It's a long too. list. That's a long list right well, now, Xana, dude. This is at the top of the list right now. Okay, uh -oh. I work hard for my money. Okay, yes. you know I I spent it on the the online expansion pack. I will not play Animal Crossing. That nope. new. I've already decided that that's not for me. I'm really excited that a lot of people are excited about that. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll circle back to that at the end but i my favorite game of all time is ocarina of time and majora's mask are probably up there then 64 oh, yes. was a console that i grew up on um i still own one although it's not my original one i have four controllers for it and i pop it in and play it every once in a while when it's convenient for me but they what did they do to my baby they they it's they, not your baby <laughs> i don't know i cannot confirm or deny this i've been trying to find like distinct answer if whether or not nintendo just ripped the emulation from the internet that somebody else had already made and then sold it to us uh, in this expansion pack i cannot confirm or deny, deny that but i do know that it is virtually unplayable yeah you're talking about a game where it dodge hit dodge hit we know the zelda games at this point it's very, very hard to play that game on the N uh, on the online N64, their emulation with the Switch. Um, I tried it in both the handheld and the docked version, and it's not like that bad, but it is bad enough where you're like, this isn't fun. I could play this on my computer for free. Or on my literal N64 that I have. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I've been seeing videos where it's like someone's trying to play like the Song of Time, and they're 
Like they have like their like like you know they're showing their controller like up next to their screen. They're like I'm hitting the buttons, but the button lag is so bad that it keeps giving me like the X saying like you didn't hit this button in time, you didn't hit this button in time, and they can't get past a certain point because the button lag is just so bad. Yeah, I was going to buy the N64. They sell an N64 controller they that do. can plug into your Switch. I thought about it, and nope. nope. Apparently, it's not all of the emulated games uh, on the Switch expansion pack. There is... Just the one that uh, people wanted. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> there is Mario Party, and there is uh, Mario Kart, um, which if those games had input lag, it would be ver- it would be unplayable. You could not do that. No, definitely but not. But you, you can play those games online with friends, which I think is really cool. That's so cool. I'm not hating the service as a whole, but I do think it's incredibly frustrating that they just did not quality control this. Whether or not they're going to fix it or not, I don't know. It's Nintendo. Who knows? The last Super Mario, uh, the, the last Mario Party game that they created, they did not give you a way to play online. But they just Let's made see. the new one, Super, uh, Super Mario Party, Party Friends. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's called Superstars. Yes, yes, yes. Mario um, Party Superstars. And I mean, we might as well talk about it. But it's basically what people wanted the last time when they released a Mario Party for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play with people, uh, random people online, as well as your friends. I believe in the other one, you could just play with your friends, yes. which is very kind of. I mean, I don't even have five friends. That I was going to say, like, I don't have five friends. <laughs> let, let alone pay for the online service. Let alone like the game Mario Party. Uh, but there's a hundred uh, mini games from like all the past Mario parties that are people's favorites. Uh, and they even have a lot of the old maps. I think right now they have five. One of them is like the spooky one that people love. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which it's from. But yeah, it's not terrible. If you want to play Animal Crossing or if you want to play any of those games, definitely buy it. But do I think it's worth the $80? $79.99? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I already thought it was kind of wild that they were like, oh, we're going to make it even more expensive now because like i don't know i just i i, I like i and like yeah i get it like i just me personally as a huge zelda fan i think it's really messed up because we've all been clamoring we're like can we please get ocarina majora on the switch and they're like oh yeah sure but we're gonna charge you you know 30 more dollars for it also it's gonna suck yeah you're not gonna be able to play it but it's there like so i mean i guess we got what we asked for as far (laughs) there but yeah as far as online services go it's not that expensive it's not it's not the ps online i remember i forgot to cancel it for like a year i don't even own a ps4 anymore and i canceled it like four months ago i'm like that's how much i'm spending every Mm -hmm. month like that's a lot of money but i will say this every month two free games you get two free games every month and like especially like you know Towards the end of the PS4's lifetime, there were some bangers for free. Like you could, yeah. you like they had God of War up for free for a little yeah. while, and I was like, "What?" It was wild. Yeah, it's like that's cool and all. Um, and Xbox has Game Pass now, uh, which I don't think I'm, is included with your Xbox Live membership. I don't know. No, I don't no, no, I don't think it. Uh, but it's like te- it's like ten or fifteen bucks a month. And you get Game a Pass is the coolest, coolest thing ever, and I want Sony to do a Game Pass, and I know they won't. Yeah, but it's the coolest thing. It's and you can play awesome. them across. So if I bought Game Pass and I had an Xbox, I could play them on my computer too. Yes. Which I think is really cool. And I know like all the Fallout games are on there. I know that all, all the Bethesda games are on yep. there. Skyrim, Oblivion, yep. I think even Morrowind. Um, I just think, I mean, that's a really cool move. I don't know how they're making money on that, honestly. I think right now they're just trying to get people to sign up for this service and they'll worry about that later. Yeah, I think it's like a look how good we do now we'll charge you a little bit more but you know we're doing well so like like it's we you know we're not stealing from you i think where i'm at in my life the game pass probably wouldn't be a great decision just because i don't have a ton of time for new games like a lot of times when i'm gaming i'm like this is familiar 
I don't have to, you know, go through 40 minutes of cutscenes to start a game. But for a lot of people out there, it's just instead of buying a new $60 game every month and then grinding it, you can just pay $10, $15 a month, play whatever, whatever the heck you, you want. want. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, that's it's I love that. That's it's really cool because I'm in the same boat as you where it is. It's like, OK, like. These 60 bucks are going to go to this game that is hopefully going to take up X amount of time in my life because I don't like what free time I do have. It's like dedicated to gaming but also other things like i go out with my friends i do this i do that so it's like i mean i don't have like i mean the good old days where i yeah. can sit down for eight hours and play a game i don't i don't have that anymore yeah i have this thing called outside that beckons me every once in a while yes yes fresh air is again uh, a game that i really want to get into um so i'm just going to speculate i have listened to a few reviews on it is back for blood oh basically, that looks really good I yeah it's it basically too. left for dead it's by the same company. They um, did, rebrand. yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> rebrand. Um, but they, it's basically Left for Dead, but with like a lot of, you know, maybe quality of life or just like a more deeper character customization. You have like cards that you build mm-hmm. for like your, you know, like kind of like perk cards, um, and you like collect currency to spend yeah. them at the end of each level. Um, but I've heard some really good things. I know a lot of streamer friends that are playing this game. Um, they did a huge campaign on Twitch where they paid a lot of content creators to like, oh, no market kidding. it and play it, which That's I think cool. is really good That's for a awesome. brand to do. But have you played the uh, like the original Left 4 Dead? Series? Of course. I mean, I never like owned one, but it was it was definitely one of those like I went over to my friend's house and it's like, yo, Left 4 Dead, absolutely. And we stay like you know we we get all, everyone together, we just hang out, and we play play Left 4 Dead. Yeah, and that's kind of like the same thing they're going for now. Like it's a team of four. Like, I'm pretty sure you can autofill online if you don't have enough people, mm-hmm. but, or you could play by yourself with AI. Yep. Um, just like the old one. It just seems like a really fun time. I've watched a lot of streams. It just seems like it's really trying to get back to that root of Left 4 Dead. Um, but again, that's a game that I may not be able to play because first off, finding three friends that are online at the same time oh, and want to play is hard enough it's as it so is. Hard let alone, you know, you're looking at completing story missions. So it's not like we're hopping into a round of Apex or right, Valorant, right, where I can... know I'm going to be there for an hour, and if I have to go after that, I yeah, have to Yeah, I was going to say, even if it is, like, I can jump on for one quick round. Yeah, and then, you know, you're collecting currency that you have to spend to level up and, you know, get to the next part of the story mission. But I just think, it, you know, if you are looking for that type of game where you are, you know, hanging out with your friends, you're blasting zombies, you're having a good time, definitely check out Back for Blood uh i don't know the name of the studio and that's my fault but definitely something to zombie look out demolisher for. I, Zom- yeah. <laughs> I mean they, it seems like that's kind of like their niche and that's and, that you know what if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah there used to be a lot more of things like that but i mean we've talked about multiplayer versus single player games but that's like a game you could play single player if you were just interested in the story or the combat mm-hmm. but it's probably enhanced by playing with friends definitely we talked about Nintendo earlier, but we're going to bring it around back because they are, I don't know what the hell's going on over there. Uh, I'm assuming <laughs> at this point, if you haven't heard about the Mario movie, um, I mean, we're very late to this. I just feel like it needs to be talked about, especially because me and Zach have had this conversation before. Um, I want you to just, you know, spill your thoughts on the casting of the Mario movie. Bold choice is all I got to say. Do I love? I like I still I think I'm in the part of this where I'm like oh oh this is just like a joke this is like a fan cast of like like oh wouldn't it be so funny if Charlie Day was Luigi wouldn't it be hilarious if Jack Black was Bowser like how 
funny is that? I do feel like it's some sort of dream sequence. Yeah, like honestly, where I'm about like, to wake up and find out it's not real. Right, right. Yeah, just the movie is new. Best case scenario, the movie's not made. Yeah, I, I <laughs> or they just do a total recast, but keep Jack Black. I think. No, yes, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I could, I could keep him. Jack Black. Uh, yeah, J- Jack Black was the wrong example. Jack Black. Everything he touches is gold. I love Jack Black. Um, bold choice, just all around. Um, you know, I hope they do what they did, like similar to what like the Sonic movie was, where everybody was like, "This is bad. We will not see it if Sonic looks like this." Yes, dude, you, he look. He that was a stuff of nightmares. That that's like a really bad Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like. But even just like I was like I mean like the story was fine like it wasn't like trying to be like oh it's just like uh, like the video game like like I use Detective Pikachu like all the time where I'm like they took aspects of this world that we know and like like you know I mean I, I thought it Poke- was really good I know and I know Pokemon isn't solely like it was card game and TV show first and video game but like it's a video game movie yeah but like it was great because it wasn't like oh let's make this a video game movie like cause... yeah it had character it, like it, it did yes, its own thing I loved that movie yeah. like. And I'm hoping for that in the Mario movie, but I think there's, I feel like they just went on BuzzFeed or like Googled like who is popular right yes. now. Yes. And they were like, Chris Pratt as Mario. I'm like, well, what about the original Mario voice actor? Like the guy who's been doing Let's that go. voice like, for literal years. For like, like 30 years. He's alive. He's you alive still well. use them for games. I know. I, I, you know. It's not, a, it's an animated movie. You don't have well, to. And that's what I'm wondering too. Like, it's going to be weird hearing Mario be like, come on, Luigi, let's go save the day. Because Mario's and like, you know, his vernacular is, let's go. Woohoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's it. Like, like, and, it's like, like, what is, does he say? And now I'm picturing Charlie Day talking as Luigi, <laughs> li- like Charlie from It's Always Sunny. And it's like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, uh, come on, guys. <laughs> come yeah. on. And his voice is like very <laughs> shrill in that. I know that's not how he talks in real life. At least I not. I, I hope not. No, I don't but I could see this. Luigi being like. I could see this going badly for them, um, you know, like PR wise and just. Um, I mean, Chris Pratt already, that's a bold choice PR-wise. He's yeah. not doing the hottest I'm going to look right up now. the full cast because there's a few people that I didn't recognize, but, like, I saw them and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I, Seth I, Rogen. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. We'll Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Now, I love Fred Armisen. I, I love Fred I was Fred really Armisen. big into SNL. I love Portlandia. Is Cranky Kong a big enough character where he's going to be, like, a main character? I honestly forgot Cranky Kong existed it, until, until this cast right list now. came out. Keegan-Michael Key as Toad? Okay. That could be funny. I, okay. I, that that could be give, funny. I'll give them that. That could be funny. It would be really funny to hear Toad bust out with, like, a really deep voice. Yeah. Um, that would be really funny. Um, um, Anya Taylor-Joy I believe she's Peach. Peach. What has she been in before? uh i don't know nothing that i know uh no uh oh the queen's gambit oh she's in the last yes. night in so which okay and split. split okay I've okay seen okay her, never mind never mind seen her in a ton of stuff um sebastian maniscalco for is foreman spike i don't recognize that character in the mario universe is that I've the guy with throws the hammers like maybe as someone who's played quite a bit of mario couldn't i tell you yeah we're not we're past the like the nes snes generation where we didn't play like mario one two three oh, like like in its original format like, like, I, like my mario was like 
Mario 64, Mario yes. Galaxy, yes. Sunshine, Odyssey, uh, like... pa- Paper Mario, oh, like, like Paper yeah. Mario. Uh, Kamek, I know that's the guy in the cloud. Yes. Okay. Uh, and that's Kevin Michael Richardson, someone also that I don't recognize. Wow, maybe, I'm a, maybe I'm a Taylor Joy something. is quite young. Um, he's in the Cleveland show. He's in Invincible. What? He he's is? in Avatar The Last Airbender. Whoa, uh, whoa, so this man, this man oh, he's, is um, a... He's uh, the doctor from The Simpsons. So this yeah. man is a established voice actor. So uh, And he's known for his distinctively deep voice. Okay, He's villainous voiced characters. mostly villainous characters. I accept the doctor from The Simpsons. Well, wasn't he kind of a villain? I mean, aren't all doctors villains? Um, so I do think that that's a good that's a good pick. I'll give him that. Yes. Um, do you have anything you'd like to add before we go into break? Um, you know, let's hope it's good. Okay. I, I I feel like Mario movie is going to be one of those where you go in with no expectations, so that way something is good like because if you go in think with zero expectations no matter what you get it's gonna be a little good <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you set low expectations uh and we'll be right back after this all right we are back from break and just a quick little disclaimer we are aware of some minor audio issues um but that's something that we're addressing and we're learning about as we go along we did switch microphones to hopefully get a little bit more professional sounding um, but unfortunately, my computer fan likes to be weird. So we are working through that kink, and hopefully we figure it out before the next episode. Uh, recently, Zach has picked up a new game. Zach, tell us a little bit about that. New to me, old to everyone else. Um, I have just started playing Mass Effect for my very first time. And let me tell you, so far, so good. I feel like I'm not far enough in it quite yet to really have like a super opinion. Like I think I'm only like maybe like two or three hours and like i just assembled my full squad um but i'm really digging the choices that i get to make and like i like i've heard like oh you know something that you decide in the first game will come back and get you like in the middle of the third game and it's crazy um i definitely think at least for me the first one i can feel its age a little bit the first one came out in what like 2008 yeah something yeah mid 2000s um, like i can feel its age a little bit you know they tr- i I think Bioware did their best to modernize the controls and everything, but you can still like just I think just the way the like level design is done, I can definitely tell I'm like, oh, this is like an old game. Yeah, I think uh I think the ability of like syncing your saves across games where an action in the first game can affect later on. And you can actually import your character as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely crazy. It was like really revolutionary for the time. I, I feel like not a lot of games are doing that anymore. And it's no. kind of sad. I mean, I know you like in The Witcher 3, because it came out like, like a whole generation later, like, and you can import saves from, like cross generational at that point. But like, there's a part like pretty early on in the game where you get like, they call it like simulating your saves. So you get to basically be like, oh, like some guys like so what happened here here and here and like he's like he's basically like interviewing you and you tell him like oh right like i made this this and this choice and then it emulates it as if you did do that um but so that that that's cool but yeah i'm liking mass effect a lot Um, i I think bioware definitely like leads the industry at least in like storytelling and to the point where you can interact with the story and have different outcomes i know there's other games that try to do that but bioware also did dragon age um yeah and knights of the old republic which banger um so i just think it's really cool how cross save or like you know cross games you can still play the same character make similar decisions 
Um, I've played all of them except Andromeda. It's got mixed reviews. Some people like it. Some a lot of people who are um, like big diehard fans of the series did not. Um, so I can't really have an opinion on that. But uh, the first three absolutely amazing. The story is bonkers. The second one's definitely where it peaked. I think as That's far as like gameplay as well as ma- being able to make choices and being able to like affect overall. I also just think they had the coolest. I know some of the characters do return. I think it had the coolest companions. Um, and oh yeah, you do Garrus, get to... is, Garrus is my homie, man. Garrus, like, like I, I picked up this guy named Garrus, and he just right off the bat, I was like, "You're just a cool dude. I'm sticking with you the whole way." Yeah, I really like Bioware as a developer, and they I think do great stuff. I'm really excited to see what comes next because I, I think they're wrapped up in the Dragon Age series. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're not going to make another Mass Effect. Uh, I'm curious to see what their next project is going to be. Um, Knights of the Old Republic remake if is coming out. Yeah, really? Yeah, oh, yeah they oh, announced okay. it at um. Oh. It's, so it's only gonna come on PlayStation at first. I think it's launching on PlayStation, and then I think depending on how well it does slash runs slash everything, it'll then go everywhere else. But because like I PlayStation's like like a few months ago, they're like state of play or yeah. whatever. Like that was like the first announcement, and I was I was blown away. I did not see that coming. Are they all. doing a remaster or a remake? No, they're doing like all like okay, re- from the ground up, like Final Fantasy VII style, like remake. Okay, I think that'll be really interesting. Oh, it's gonna be so in, like good. A, a newer engine. Um, oh yeah, like just like I mean, it was just updated a, the gameplay. Like it's gonna be awesome. That's like a cult classic. That game was very ahead of its time. I it's think a lot of people really. Yep, I gotta pick that up. I think a lot of people agree that that game was like one of the first like rpg type games where they were like oh this is perfect i just nailed it yeah so we love mass effect we don't like blizzard oof Um, yeah there has been some developments in the blizzard case uh (laughs) what one of the i don't remember some high up in blizzard was getting paid 150 million dollars a year last year and now he's like i'll take a sixty thousand dollar check for this year like he's getting paid like the bare minimum of what the employees get paid is like a solidarity with employees which i think is a good start but I think nah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not ready to like bash on them because like most of the people that work for that company aren't bad people. I think it's like the management and the leadership that is really going in a weird direction. Yeah, I I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like it, like you said, like it's not solidarity or anything. Like I mean, I can't just come in and kick you in the shins one day and be like, "But I'm sorry about it," and then we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> like I just I don't know. I. A lot of people they're, they're trying. Yeah, they're a lot trying. of people are working hard on those projects that have nothing to do with what Blizzard has done in the culture in that company. Um I've heard people are having a lot of fun with Diablo 2, the remake, mm-hmm. remaster it is. Um so yeah, if you if you are into Diablo 2, definitely check that out. I'm sure that um it's very similar. I don't think they've changed basically anything. So there is something that I wanted to bring up. Um, I've been playing a lot of New World, which yeah. is released by the Amazon Games. You are it's, our New World expert. <laughs> yes, I've put a lot of time in this game uh, for what seems like no reason at all. Because <laughs> at this point, um, the game is riddled with game-breaking bugs. So there's been like a lot of like small glitches where like if you crouch, you like kill yourself. Like you can, you know, animation cancel to get like a like a heads up in war. Um, and you, you know, the New World is an MMO where there's three factions and you try to compete for various locations on the map. Uh, you know, you fight on like 50 versus 50 wars, uh, which are basically unplayable because of how bad the lag is. And some people just exploit that by literally like lagging out the war and then winning. 
Um, but the most recent development that is making a lot of people quit the game, and I'm probably going to follow suit soon if they don't try to fix it, uh, is the economy uh, is based on gold in the player, uh, the auction house, which players will put up items and sell them. There is a huge exploit going around where people can just dupe items and do like, which is essentially duping gold, giving right. yourself free gold. But, you know, people are getting the best armor in the game and then duping it and then giving it to their whole 50 person company for wars. And it's like, unless you are cheating at that level, how are you supposed to compete with that? And so you see on a lot of these servers, there's one company that is now doing those exploits, sweeping across the board and basically just taking over using these exploits. And uh, Amazon has faced a lot of criticism for their lack of communication in how they're fixing this. Um, it is the first game they've ever made. So this is kind of like the test for them. Like, how are you going to fix this? At this point, a lot of people are, you know, even saying like, we should just do server resets. Like it has gone so bad that we need to start over. And that means some people losing a ton of progress, myself yes. included. I don't, I couldn't see myself getting back into the game if they did that. Um, but they really need to do something because if you've ever played an MMO before, you know um, how just tricky it is to get right. But when it goes wrong, it goes wrong. There's been so many failed MMOs um, in the past, you know, 10, 15 years that hopefully this game can bounce back because it really is fun. I've had a great time with it. It's fresh, it's new, it's exciting, but it's just riddled with bugs. I will say, bold choice to go for an uh, for a MMO for your first ever game as well. Yeah, maybe um, maybe start with something a little bit smaller. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, are the is it still does it take twelve hours to get into a game? No. So <laughs> yes, I, I was talking to Zach about this when the game first launched in like the middle of September. Yeah. Um, how. The queue times were horrendous. Everybody was trying to play. They didn't have the servers are capped at 2000 people. Uh, so the first day I tried to play on launch, I had a queue time of about five hours, um, which I ended up getting in. But like at 1030 at night, like right before I was going to bed. Um, so they made more servers. They gave people server transfers uh, and they did a lot of stuff to fix that in the first two weeks. Um, but now what's happening is they made all these new servers and a lot of people stopped playing. So there's some people playing on like servers where there's like 100 people online most of the time with like a 500 person peak. And this game is just not designed to have that few people on a server. Like you won't find a group for anything. You won't be able to like do any dungeons. Like I don't know what those people are going to do. They're probably switching servers to a different one. And, you know, as they just need to like either merge servers or I mean, they just have a ton of stuff to figure out. And we're like two months into the game. Yeah, you know, that's crazy. You're talking about a game, MMOs are supposed to last years and years, and you know, you build this community. I was gonna like only stream this game on my channel on Twitch, and now I'm like, oh, gotta, you know, backpedal that because I don't think this game is gonna have a player base in six months. Like, I feel like all of these problems that they're that they have right now are such like, you know, alpha, beta, like problems where it's like okay like like you know this is the problem now we'll fix it before launch kind of thing like thank you for bringing this to our attention we will get right on that yeah that is like the running joke that this is just like the paid beta um, well, honestly because there was a beta you know right. i played in the the beta a lot of people played in the alpha it's just honestly kind of embarrassing but i'm not here to hate on them because no, it, they don't they don't make you pay for uh, a subscription Mm -hmm. So it's a $40 flat out fee to buy the game and keep okay. playing it. 
unlike world of warcraft i don't know how final fantasy works i've never played it but world of warcraft you know you're paying blizzard like 10 bucks a month to play the game on top of buying the base game game's been around for forever too yeah i wonder i wonder wonder how many people are still playing from day one a lot oh from day one i don't know about that but there's a lot of my brother still plays it there's a lot of people because they did classic wow so a lot of people that enjoyed that experience now are playing classic but for the fact that I paid $40 for this game. Did I get my money's worth? Yes. Can't Do I feel like I can continue to play this game in no. six months? No, not at all. So if you are a big fan of MMOs or just like games like RuneScape in general, um, it's a fun game. Definitely worth $40, but there are just some really bad game-breaking bugs at this point that may cause you a lot of headaches later, especially towards late game. As I approach level 60, I'm finding that it's basically certain just parts of the game are unplayable. Mm-hmm. Halo Forge, man. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, so cool. Yeah, I don't I mean, know how you ha- you're you don't have an Xbox, so it's going to be I know, tough I, for you to figure out how to experience it. But I, 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 I will definitely get it on the computer. And Halo Forge is shaping up to be what we want, what we've always wanted. It's basically its own game engine. Um, do you remember playing those games back in the day, like on Halo, like on on the Xbox 360, like the Halo Three demos? course god i just i just i don't know it's just it's just gonna be so cool it's gonna be so cool yeah i mean i haven't seen enough of it of halo forge to really talk too too much about it um i just know i just have i have good faith yeah there's not a lot out there about it all all the articles i've read is like it's basically like its own game engine like you'll have like a lot more customability features you'll have a lot of the same features as the regular forge I think they're like I. I'm excited to just see some of the fuck wild things that people come up with. Yeah, like there's there's gonna be some nutty things, and it's gonna be wicked cool to see. Yeah, I remember playing Griff Ball um, back mm-hmm. in the day, and that was just so fun. Griff or the Ball. or the zombies mode. Well, zombies was always a mode, but they made some really yeah, interesting no, maps really for that game. It. You can get a Steam Deck. <laughs> no, I already have a Switch. That's good enough for me. Uh, uh, so this, if you don't know, the Steam Deck is uh, Steam's console that's going to come out, which can be played handheld or like in a dock mode. Uh, it's basically like a microcomputer. I don't really know how it's going to work. Um, they did take pre-orders, I think, uh, a few months ago. Like that's one where like when Nintendo announced the Switch, I was like, ooh, like I'll do my best to pre-order this. I saw the Steam Deck thing, and I was like. I don't know if I want to give that a chance. We, I, you know, and I could be wrong. I'm, I'm wrong many times. Steam Deck could come out and it could be what revolutionizes the industry. It could come out and it could suck. Yeah. Um. We'll see. I mean, my worry is like, you know, how well is it going to be able to run all of these things, especially like some of these like mega games. Yeah, and they're touting some games will be able to run at 60 FPS, while if you're playing like an online shooter, it'll probably run closer to 30. Uh, Not really sure how that's going to work out because the hardware, like it's just not a big device. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried to play a competitive shooter on the Switch. Oh, I have. I tried to play Fortnite once. I've tried to play Apex Legends. It's very, very hard. Just with the especially refresh rate, handheld, especially yeah. in oh, it's it's impossible. It's basically impossible. Like I, it's doable in docked mode. Not not great. It's doable. Handheld is why bother. Yeah. So the Steam Deck, it might be a viable option for people that don't have a console and you know need something that they may want to take on the go. 
Um, but I definitely think the Switch like has that market pretty oh, like niche down. N- like, Nintendo's always had the handheld market in lock too. Like they've yeah. always had that just down. Like I mean, you know, Sony tried. PSP was fine. PSP was pretty good. The PSP was cool. Um, but like I mean, when you talk about handheld. PSP isn't the first thing that comes to mind. The, no. The, the Game Boy. And we were around for the PSP, like the PSP's glory day. I remember buying one off of my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, playing certain games on it was incredible. Oh, like, yeah. It was, it was really cool to have that. Um, but, again, they probably didn't make a ton of money off of it because they never did anything like that again. I think, if the, I, I think the PSP was too ambitious for the technology that they had. Yeah. I think if they tried the PSP now, if they just were like, hey, PSP, let's do it, and did it like Nintendo Switch style, it'd be, it would yeah, it would do awesome. Um, I think it just, it was the, you know, the handheld market was still, just handhelds in general, it was still such a new thing. They, they, they tried, and I think succeeded for the most part, but yeah, just, I think Nintendo just had it better. Yeah, and switching to like FBS games, I do want to just give everyone maybe a little update since this episode is going to come out on Wednesday instead of Monday. Um, Valorant is adding a new character. Uh, his name is Chamber. It's basically the guy from Kingsman. Yeah. Except, he, except he's French. Yeah, I love the Kingsman movie. I'm so I don't I I don't even play Valorant. I'm so hyped about this because yeah. any attention that the Kingsman gets, even if it's not like directly like this guy's from Kingsman, like. Because I feel like those movies are like low-key slept on a little bit. Oh, they're very good. They're so good. They're so good. They're so wacky and fun. Ah, yeah. I'm tight. It's just like what I wanted the last few James Bond movies to be. Not that I don't like the last few James Bond movies. but Action-wise. Like, yeah, they've like... really taken like the spy franchise and, I mean, put a really cool twist on it. So. Oh, yeah. And like, if you haven't seen Kingsman. Yeah, Kingsman. Uh, now, this isn't a Kingsman review or, or anything, but I just I, it's on my mind now. It takes the spy tropes and because Kingsman doesn't take itself seriously as a movie at all, so I think they, that's why they can get away with it. Yeah, and we love things that don't take themselves too seriously. Oh, like you see that in video games a lot too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's I'm trying to think of an example. I I don't want to say God of War because I feel like there is a really serious component oh, yeah. to that. The Lego um, games. The Lego games. Yes, that's like a really good example where they know what they're about. Like they're gonna put oh, yeah. like those funky little things in there. Um, that are just fun to do, although it doesn't like offer anything to the story. No, but it's just a fun time, yeah. and like, like if it fits in the world that they've made, yeah, kind of thing. Like, I mean, going back to God of War, if like a giant chicken clown came out and was like, "This is the boss," I'd be like, "What? Like, this makes no like why? This is this is this is silly," and but not like the kind of silly that I want. Yeah, I could I could probably think of more examples if we had planned this segment out, but when. When media, games, whether it's movies, TV shows, are allowed to like not take themselves 100% seriously, they know what the market is. They kind of know what they can get away with. I think it just does offer a much more real and enjoyable experience. Definitely enjoyable. Definitely enjoyable. So we are out of time for today. Um, just to wrap up, I'll start off with the wrap and Zach can finish it. Uh, we talked about a lot of different games. We talked about Guardians of the Galaxy um definitely give that a check out if you are feeling a new game and you don't really have a lot to look for i mean there's not really new stuff coming out um (laughs) zach what was your rating for it again eight out of ten eight out of ten just like metacritic um what else do we talk about zach oh man scalpers yeah we don't like scalpers um what is going on with nintendo they just are 
they, they just have a whole laundry list that they got to figure out between the Mario movie, the this N64 emulation. They either got to they got to put up or shut up because they just this like this emulation, this, the emulators. It's inexcusable. Yeah. I mean, for a company that owns the IP, like it, what did you just download it from the Internet? Like what? Terrible. What's Terrible. going on there? Uh, so we did talk about that. We talked about the Mario movie and how the casting choice is definitely questionable. Although I feel like most people at this point, the hype has kind of died down a little bit. I feel like people are still going to see it. Oh, yeah. Um, Mass Effect, fun time, really neat. I haven't played it before, so this is quite the journey for me. So next episode, I will see how far you got, and we can kind of talk a little bit more about yes. Mass Effect and how you're enjoying like, it. The choices I made. Yeah. Paragon, and what's the other one? Uh, Renegade. Renegade, yeah. What a weird way to say good and evil. I know. Um, Blizzard, kind of bad. New World is broken. Uh, Halo Forge is going to be fun. Steam Deck. Let's let's see what that's about. Potentially viable option, and Valorant is adding the guy from Kingsman, essentially. Uh, so if you like the episode, please make sure to uh, you know follow us for new releases. Um, we are going to be releasing on iTunes very soon. So once that happens, you can write reviews. And the more reviews we get, the better um, our podcast gets. Again, please excuse the little bit of audio problems that we had during today's episode. We are going to work and try to fix this. Again, we're just two people who you know have these things called lives and jobs that sometimes get in the way they of do. a professional production studio. Uh, and follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us in the bottom of this episode. We've linked the uh, the Twitter handle, but it's Pixel Pals Pod Twitter. That's that's what you search in the front of the Twitter. Yes. Uh, and also email us. We have an email that's linked to the account as well. Um, so yeah, feel free to send us your thoughts, maybe suggestions, maybe what do you want us to talk about next? Yes. Topic lists, things you want to hear about, any news that you want us to cover, games you want us to cover. We will do it all. Yeah, we're always looking for new ideas, and we will be adding some guests and maybe some themed episodes going forward. Uh, and we just appreciate you as the listener. So uh, we're going to sign off. Yeah, thank you for signing in. Pixel Pals for life. <laughs>